Hello there, everyone, and welcome to episode 12 of the Claire O'Sullivan podcast. Just want to start off again by saying thank you so much to everyone who has listened to the podcast so far, to anyone who has shared it with their friends, subscribed or given the podcast a review. Thank you all so much. I appreciate every single one of you, and I hope you are taking some value from everything you hear me talking about. So today we're here for episode number 12 and we're talking all about exercise today. One of my favorite topics to discuss. Um, what's brought this podcast about is that I often get asked um, different questions around exercise, such as um, do I have to exercise? Do I have to exercise for weight loss? How much exercise do I have to do or should I be doing? Um, and I suppose from hearing these questions quite often, um, I think that sometimes we're asking the wrong questions when it comes to exercise. Um, we're asking, do we have to? And um, how much do we have to do? Um, and I think that looking as, at exercise as a have to or looking at it as a chore, um, is thinking about it in the wrong way and doing a little bit of an injustice to exercise. Um, I just want to start off as well by kind of defining the differences between exercise and physical activity because they're often used interchangeably. Um, so exercise is a subcategory of physical activity. Um, exercise is something that's usually planned, structured, repetitive, um, and purposefully focused on improving or maintaining um, one or more um, aspects of physical fitness. Whereas physical activity, bin, um, it's any body movement produced by the muscles um, that require energy expenditure. So physical activity could be going for a walk to the shops. It could be doing the chores around the house. It could be taking the stairs um, up to the bedroom. It could be mowing the lawn, mowing the garden, the kind of things that you don't really think about or plan such um, as, as you would exercise. Exercise could be going to the gym and doing a class. It could be going and getting um, a strength session done. It could be going for a run, going for a cycle. Um, something that we plan as a way of maybe um, improving or maintaining fitness. Um, so with today's um, discussion and chat, we are going to be looking at exercise um, in, in relation to a few different things. We're going to be looking at exercise for weight loss, exercise for health. We're going to be looking at, okay, how much exercise do we need? Um, and we're going to be looking at exercise as a lifestyle. So just to delve, first of all, into exercise and weight loss, which is probably the most common way I get asked about exercise is in relation to weight loss. Um, and I just want to start with a quote that always stands out to me when I think about exercise and weight loss. Um, and the quote is, your body is a reflection of your lifestyle. Um, so anyone's body that looks a certain way or that, ha that has a certain level of um, strength or cardiovascular fitness, um, that's a reflection of the person's lifestyle. You can't, um, you can't have a very unfit body if you have a very fitness-orientated lifestyle or vice versa. Um, so if we are thinking about um, exercise and weight loss, so 
exercise is a means of burning calories. Um, and a lot of people look at exercise as a means to an end when it comes to weight loss. They only exercise because they think it's going to help with weight loss. And for those reasons, when some people get to their desired body weights, they stop exercising completely um, or they'll have a certain goal in mind, such as a wedding or such as a holiday that they want to get in great shape for that they'll go hammer and tongs with the exercise up until that date and then forget about it completely. And so many people are in that habit. It's very much on off with exercise because they're only using it to burn calories, not for any other reasons, um, and to help with weight loss. Um, and the thing is, looking at exercise as a means of burning calories um, is a little bit flawed because often we think that exercise is going to burn away more calories than it does. We often massively overestimate it. The amount of calories we're going to burn with any given exercise is going to depend on the type of exercise, the intensity of the exercise, and it's going to de depend on the individual characteristics of the person, such as their physical fitness levels, such as um, their efficiency at that exercise, how used to that exercise their body is, um, their body weight, um, their gender. Um, often the fitness trackers that we use that will tell, tell us we've burned X amount of calories, um, such as our watches or even the little clock on the treadmill or on the bike, they're often highly inaccurate. Um, and in all honesty, I don't think we should be worrying too much about counting the calories we burn through exercise. And I don't think we should take that very much into account when we are on a weight loss journey. Of course, it helps, but if we're looking at exercise only as a means of burning calories, we're missing out on a massive part of the picture. Um, it is actually extremely difficult for people to lose weight once they've gained it just by exercising more if they don't look at the other components of weight loss, such as looking at um, their calorie intake. And it will take a serious amount of effort um, to, to lose weight just by exercising more. And you'll probably have to do an awful lot of exercise if you don't also look at your diet as well. Um, and different studies have shown that, okay, while exercise, it might only lead to like a modest or small amount of weight loss. Regardless of that, the people who are involved in these studies looking at weight loss, the people that exercise more, even without any change in their diets, um, they saw a range of health benefits, um, regardless of the amount of weight loss, um, such as reducing their blood pressure, such as reducing um, the triglycerides, which is like the fatty acids in their blood, um, such as reducing their risk of type two diabetes, stroke, heart attack, um, and like have really shown that people who exercise more, they're at a lower risk of developing cognitive impairment um, from things such as Alzheimer's and dementia. So exercise is hugely protective against so many different diseases and so many different, um, like so many different negative health effects. Um, so it's like, it's massively beneficial for so many areas of our health, regardless of whether it helps us lose weight or not. Um, 
the the thing about exercise and weight loss is that it does help you maintain weight loss. So if you've lost weight, um, exercise can help maintaining that weight loss um, if it's used alongside watching our calorie intake. And there's a very strong relationship between exercise and actually keeping weight off for the longer term. So it might not be a big component to helping you drop off excess weight that you've gained, but it'll massively help you maintain um, once you have lost that weight off. Um, there is three main components of total energy expenditure. Um, and those three main components are your basal metabolic rate, um, the energy used to break down food, and also the energy used in physical activity. Basal metabolic rate um, accounts for the biggest proportion of energy expenditure from 60 to 80%. Um, the energy used to digest food accounts for about 10%, so small enough amount. Um, and the energy used in physical activity, it only accounts for 10 to 30% of total energy expenditure. That is, of course, depending on the person. Um, so we can see that it's not a big component of our total energy expenditure. Our basal metabolic rate is a much larger component of that. And we have very little control over our basal metabolic rate. Um, digesting food is going to account for about 10%, which is going to be um, like probably pretty standard for that person and not going to change much over time. Um, and that only leaves 10 to 30% for physical activity. Um, and exercise is only a subset of physical activity then as well. So it's actually a small proportion of our total energy expenditure. Whereas I think we think it is a much larger proportion of our total energy output. Um, so to sum it up, it definitely helps, um, especially with weight maintenance, um, but it's not nearly equal to the impact that food intake is going to have, which is going to account for 100% of our energy intake. So if we are only looking at exercise as a means of weight loss, we're missing a whole bigger part of the picture and we're probably making things much harder on ourselves than it needs to be. Um, so taking this into account, it's not surprising that exercise, it leads to a significant but small change in weight, like statistically significant, which is actually maybe going to be a small amount in practice in our day to day. Um, it's definitely good to have exercise there, but don't be looking at it just as a means of losing weight. Um, and there is actually another side to this as well, in that exercise can undermine weight loss in other subtle ways that we mightn't even think about. Studies have shown um, that people um, seem to increase their food intake after exercise, especially after intense exercise um, or what they perceive to be tough exercise, um, either because um, either because they think they've burned off a lot of calories um, and that they maybe sometimes feel like, oh, I deserve to eat more or I should eat more. Or sometimes people can also feel a bit hungrier. Um, and because people generally overestimate how much energy exercise burns, um, they might eat back too many calories, um, which might overcompensate for the exercise that they have done or the calories that they've burned through exercise. Um, and there is evidence to, 
to suggest that there's other compensatory behaviors um, resulting from exercise as well, um, in that some people will, will simply slow down after a workout and use less energy um, on their non-gym activities. So they might decide to be more sedentary for the rest of the day because they have their gym done first thing in the morning, they might decide it's absolutely grand for me to just sit down and not do much else for the rest of the day, which I think is something we commonly see. Um, they might decide um, just to kind of take a longer rest that day to maybe to fidget less because they're tired, maybe to take the elevator instead of the stairs, maybe to park closer to the shops, um, maybe to drive instead of walking somewhere. Um, just because they've been to the gym that morning and they've done their exercise for the day. A lot of us are in that sort of mentality. Um, and the old saying that you cannot outtrain a bad diet, um, it's so, so true. And it sounds a bit cliche, but it is so true. Um, a lack of exercise and too many calories have been depicted um, as equal causes of the obesity crisis that we have. Um, so, um, in, in our society. Sorry, I thought I confused myself there for a second. So in our society, we view um, a lack of exercise and too many calories as equal causes of, of the obesity crisis that we see day to day. Um, but physical activity and diet, they shouldn't be given equal weight at all in the obesity debate. Um, when we see a rising level of obesity in society now, um, our, our, our calorie intake is a much bigger component of that than our physical activity levels. They're both contributing, but it is the case that our calorie input has gone up um, much more than maybe our physical activity has gone down. They're both at play here, but we definitely need to be looking at that calorie intake when we're thinking about the rising levels of obesity, not just thinking that we need to exercise more. Um, and the thing is, is that if exercise and fitness, if it was a pill, everybody would be taking it. It is literally the best medicine. There is nothing better. If we could get the benefits that we got from exercise in a tablet, we would be hounding people for it. We'd pay a lot of money for it um, because the benefits are just there like they're so so vast um that we can't even like really comprehend or that we often forget and i think why we often forget it is that like exercise isn't always so sexy like it's tough it takes effort it takes discipline takes motivation um it's not always easy to get out of bed at half five in the morning or six o'clock in the morning to go and get a gym session done not always easy to motivate yourself to go for a walk or go for a run um, after you've spent seven or eight days, seven or eight hours at work that day. Um, it takes discipline. It takes effort. Um, it's not always it's not always so desirable. Um, and that's why we often don't put as much credence in it as we should. Um, and the thing is that that question I get asked so often of, do I have to exercise? Um, you do not have to exercise, but you get to exercise. And that's the way we should be looking at it. We shouldn't be looking at it as I have to go for a run. It's I get to go for a run. It's I get to go to the gym. It's I get to go for a cycle. Never I have to exercise. It's just not a punishment for eating too many calories. 
and thinking of it that way creates a really negative relationship with something that is so incredible and we might look at it as like something that is just that we're forcing ourselves to do because we've eaten so too many calories um but that is just never the case and not the relationship we want to create with something that is so amazing um and that question of do i have to we should never like if we are asking that like we should actually catch ourselves and shake ourselves because we should not be asking that and we all find ourselves asking that um but there's too many positive effects um from physical activity and from exercise on health so far beyond weight loss it like it boosts our energy levels it helps us cope with stress it helps make us more resilient it improves our self-image regardless of whether we've lost weight or not it increases our resistance to fatigue it helps counter anxiety and depression helps us relax and feel less tense improves our ability to fall asleep and also improves the quality of our sleep um and like you are always just one workout away from a better mood. This rings true for me every single time I exercise, no matter what type it is, or even if it's just a bit of physical activity, even if it's just going for a bit of a stroll to the shops, if it's just getting out, um, it always improves your mood. So you're always just one decision one workout, one run, one cycle, one swim, um, one dance away from a better mood. It massively also helps maintain healthy and strong muscles and bones for the longer term. Um, it helps us as we age. It helps prevent osteoporosis and osteopenia. Um, it's not just something that young people should be doing. Every single person should be exercising um, and it can reduce that risk of so many chronic diseases and lack of it lack of regular physical activity it's a primary cause of chronic diseases um, regular exercise as part of our lifestyle it helps prevent and reverse the effects of so many diseases helps lower the blood pressure lower the cholesterol can prevent heart attacks um, it lowers your risk of developing certain types of cancers um, notably colon and breast cancer it has been shown to reduce the risk of developing those um if we could take a tablet that was going to reduce our risk of developing cancers that was going to help prevent and um, the effects of certain diseases we would be taking it and the beauty about exercise there is no negative side effects like zero um it also helps us maintain healthy brain function and um, it's going to improve the blood flow to the brain it helps our brain health helps our memory um, it can help protect against mental dysfunction um, and pr helps protect against neurocognitive decline so help protect against like the, the, the aging effects on our brain um, and I don't think I know anyone or I've never myself said like wow I really regret that workout I really regret that gym session that run Nobody ever says that. And if you find anyone saying that, I would love to meet them. I'd love to question them. Um, and just to kind of move on to that question of how much exercise do we actually need? Like how much should we be getting? Um, and um, in terms of the guidelines, um, there are government guidelines out there and they say that aerobic activity, we should be getting about 150 minutes of moderate aerobic activity or 75 minutes of vigorous aerobic activity. Um, 
or it could be a combo. And that's every single week, 150 minutes of moderate aerobic or 75 minutes of vigorous aerobic activity or a combination of both um, each and every single week of our lives. Um, you should spread that throughout the course of the week as well, not just all in one massive session um, and even small amounts of physical activity. They all add up. They're all helpful. Don't think that just because it's a 15 or 20 minute session that that's not going to be beneficial. Um, being active for a few short periods throughout the day, if that suits your lifestyle better, that can add up massively to provide health benefits as well. What do I mean by aerobic activity? Um, so that includes things like walking, cycling, swimming, mowing the lawn and things that get the heart rate up a little bit doesn't necessarily have to be going out for a run. It could be something as simple as like increasing the heart rate a little bit while mowing the lawn, while going for a brisk walk. It doesn't have to be like a hit class in the gym where you're absolutely pounding yourself. That's going to be like for your moderate activity, brisk walking counts. Um, if you're thinking more of like a vigorous aerobic activity, you'll be looking at more like your higher intensity things that get the heart rate that bit higher. So running that bit faster, cycling hard, swimming at a bit of speed like dancing your heart out to a high intensity um, and as a general goal it can be good to split this up throughout the week so maybe aiming for 30 minutes of mod moderate physical activity we'll say five days a week that's going to get you to your target that could be going for a brisk walk five days a week might be nicer to maybe mix up the types of exercise so you don't get bored um the types of physical activity um but it's all going to add up and if you make that your habit it's easy enough to hit 30 minutes of being active um even if that was in two 15 minute bursts in the day um if you want to go for like specific fitness goals or specific targets um you might need to exercise more Maybe if you're training for a certain sport, for a certain event, you might need to exercise more. But for health, that's going to be the guideline. Um, the guidelines also recommend that we should be strength training um, and we should do strength training for all major muscle groups in the body two times a week. And we should be aiming to progress that resistance over time. So to lift that little bit heavier or make it that bit tougher over time. So aerobic activity, 150 minutes, moderate or 75 vigorous a week, two, two strength training sessions where we're hitting all the major muscle groups. That is meeting our physical activity requirements to be healthy. An awful lot of the population do not meet that. It's also important that we reduce our sitting time, that we're not as sedentary as a lot of us tend to be now. And that's massively going to help um, to improve our health and our longevity. Um, even if we get the daily amount of physical activity, maybe if that's a half an hour of aerobic activity, if we're sitting for like 12 hours a day, that is that is going to have a negative impact on our health. So we want to sit a little bit less, even if it's just brief bouts of activity throughout the day. Um, even if it's like breaking up that 30 minutes into a few different um, bouts throughout the day, every bit of activity is going to be better than none. Don't think that because it's short that it's not worth doing. Um, what's more important is to make regular physical activity just a part of your life and non-negotiable. That might look like having like regular movement breaks if you're working from home at a computer or working in the office at a computer. Maybe you do like 10 squats every two hours. Maybe you throw in five jumping jacks at 11 o'clock every day. Maybe you do a few high knees or a few push-ups in the office. Maybe you just do a little bit of a stretch. 
get inventive with it. Some activity is better than none and it will massively compound over time. Maybe you get a standing desk if you work at a computer. Like that over time, over a lifetime, over many years of working at a desk um, or working at a computer could make a huge difference if you're just standing up. Maybe you have a desk treadmill, which you do like half an hour or an hour of your work a day on and that like they're widely available now if you hadn't seen them seen them give them a google maybe you don't sit on a standard chair maybe you get one of those exercise balls and that becomes your chair for a part of the day maybe for a half an hour or an hour makes you work your core um a little bit rather than just being really passive and kind of slouching back on the chair. Maybe some of your meetings at work become walking meetings. Maybe you can actually interact with your colleagues better if you have a meeting while you're walking and you're both getting some fresh air. Maybe you'll be more creative and you'll get more ideas. Maybe if you're on a phone call for work that you could walk and talk as long as the noise is. Maybe you're just walking and talking around the office or around your house at home, um, but it means you're getting some steps in while also um, working. Um, if you get, um, like create, create, create activity habits for yourself. Maybe that could be, okay, every day at 10 a.m. it's 10 squats. Maybe every lunchtime it's a thousand steps. Maybe 3 p.m. it's 10 sit to stands. If you can make that a part of your daily life, it'll compound massively. Maybe you park further away from the office or from the shops, or you get off the bus, stop early, whatever way you can get more activity into your life, it'll massively pay up, pay off. <laughs> and if you can commit to introducing that and making those habits, um, it's going to improve the quality of your life. It's going to improve your mood. It's going to make you more resistant to diseases. And it's just going to have a benefit on pretty much every single aspect of your life so far beyond weight loss. So if you were finding yourself asking that question of, do I have to exercise? I hope that I've helped reframe that question for you. That was the purpose of this podcast to bring to you, um, to bring your awareness around exercise to a higher level. So we're not just looking at it as a means for weight loss. So I hope you enjoyed episode number 12. Thank you again so much for listening and I will be chatting to you all in the next episode.